0: up on my laptop right like like if i could watch the show you can and see
1: the chats facebook.com slash georgia vms yeah which is where i'm going now because i just like to kind of monitor make sure everything kicks off right
0: georgia institute of EMS?
1: yes all spelled out because you know why make it easy I mean, I know it was an SEO branding thing for Tom, but I'm like, mm, not a great SEO for real people thing. This is right. today at 1 p.m. No, it says counting down 20 minutes, 19, 18. It's the very first post. Seconds. I see. Whatever.
0: I'm just saying it says EMS Underground. Do the work today at 1 p.m.
1: I don't know why it says that because I don't see when it says 1 p.m. I see when it's counting down a few seconds. It's today at four PM on my side, so Alright, let me do go live. And we'll put in the counter. There we go. (laughs) And welcome to me messing up the new intro to the show. I have Charles McFall. Look, there's me by myself. I have Charles McFall, and I'm joined, of course, by Douglas Spencer today, as we have in the last couple of weeks. Uh, It's it's pretty good. Uh, New things, new toys, new branding, new trying to get things done. So, yes, everything seems to be going well. We're live on Facebook. Uh, Theoretically, we're also live on YouTube so we can get those comments from either one of those places so that is cool hey man hey Douglas, how's it going what are we supposed to be talking about today we are talking about doing the work is what we're talking about today and work yeah oh see oh okay you're gonna play the opposite of me today you're gonna be like no man everything's quick and easy so let me set it up it's a good question let me set it up, and I got to get to the point, and after this, if you hang out for a minute, I'll tell you what we're going to do next week, because we're going to definitely tease it out at the end of the show here. i uh, got a big topic, getting back into Atlanta politics and EMS and how things are going. Uh, so we're, we're jumping back into the fire next week. Uh, but yeah, doing the work. So everything's virtual nowadays, right? Uh, is Lanty big enough to do remote school? Yes. Okay. Uh, I know you're out working, so I don't know how much... Uh, cap. What captions? I don't see captions. Are you talking about our names, Roy? Roy saying, captions off, please. And I don't know... I don't know how to do that. If if you mean our names, I can turn our names <laughs> off. Sure. That's easy enough. Um, but uh, uh, the distance learning, right? Starting with something everybody can relate to. Uh, kids are at home. Everybody... I've got One kid in high school, one kid finishing out middle school, and two kids in elementary school, and they all have to be on laptops. They all have to be doing this distant learning thing, and I've seen this school system rush their teachers into doing something without teaching them how to teach on Zoom. And to the point today, my 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 middle school daughter, thirteen years old, had a language class, and (laughs) Doug, this swear to God, man, the teacher put in, you need to type in this link and watch this video. U, T. dot U B E. slash whatever. Uh, everything I say is on screen. I don't know how to do that, Roy. Maybe it's on your side, uh, because I do. I'm like watching the Facebook broadcast, and I don't see it. So I don't know anything about captions. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, sorry. Is what I'm gonna say. Uh, anyway so yeah so douglas you're laughing U T <laughs> is not a link and so and the teacher instead of fixing it or so i'm trying to type it in herself see what's happening you know, all the students are going that's not working it's an error not found page it's a four you know and she's screaming at the students type it in don't click on it you gotta type it in. if you miss one letter it's a... and then my wife apparently lit her up it's like Tell her that's her fault. She messed it up and she needs to take responsibility and stop acting like an ass. So, Crosby, being who she is, repeated it yeah. word for word. And she's like, Oh, we're not going to be like that here. And my wife and my daughter went, My mom told me to tell me that. And then my wife jumps in the camera like, You're typing it wrong. You did it wrong. It's your. Id. So, do the work, right? This teacher didn't even bother to learn how links work, didn't even bother to zoom. All these meetings, I know you've been in a bunch of them. You've got the Microsoft Teams, you've got Zoom. I'm sure you've been in other things like that. And, uh, you know, the, you can put a link in the, the. there's a chat, group, host, whatever you want to call it, always on the side of these things that you can literally put in links so they can click it. So that's part of my first example. Some people relate to, is like, oh, yeah, nobody's doing, they're not doing the work because they're rushing it. And the teachers, one, they're resistant and when you're resistant to anything, it's going to make it go worse. But two, nobody's helping them, right? Nobody's bringing me in like they're supposed to, to do a, a one-day seminar in your school. I'll go around. I'll go around the state, do this on a Saturday for anybody. You know, come on. One day, I'm going to teach you, here's how you use Zoom. Here's how you fix this problem. Hey, guess what, teachers? Guess what, Douglas? When you're the host of a meeting, did you know you can mute
0: everybody else? Yeah, I i've done web meetings for about a decade uh to the point where i have professional meetings that have upwards of a hundred people both in a room and online and they're they're not obtrusive i mean they're, they're run professionally where you can hear what everybody says there's nobody talking over anyone there's no background noises you can see if they're presenting something on, on slides or if they're going over a topic or they got a presentation, it all happens just seamlessly because these companies are putting the money into it to make it professional. And they've had training on it. They've actually had mm-hmm. WebEx training to, to have these meetings. And so if you do it right, then it works out fine. If you throw somebody in and go, well, I don't know anything about it, but you know, um, go figure it out you're going to get people who are stumbling around and not knowing what they're doing. And it's yeah. just, it ends up being unprofessional. And so you get a few people that are in over their heads and they don't understand what's going on. And it just ruins the thing for, for everybody. Kind of like, you know, the volunteers we were talking about last week. Yeah. There's a few that do stupid things and well, ruins it for everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, uh, so, <laughs> yeah. You know that that's the first example right so then this, the second example is that uh, uh school i we did an orientation at, at Institute EMS, and before that tom and i had about an hour and a half meeting about some things going on with the students currently in the classes and some things happening uh, with with some of the students i have in tutoring and this and that and the other and it's coming down to not doing the work so i wanted to talk about that in education But then I want to bring it to the volunteers, bring it to firefighters, bring it to EMS. We all know somebody who just likes to be easy-peasy, skip out. They don't want to really do the paperwork. Or, you know, I'm sure we'll come up with a dozen scenarios here as we talk through this topic. But people seem to not want to do the work. And I'm not hating on teachers. I am absolutely saying teachers suck and I hate them all. I mean, no. I am saying that they're not getting educated. You're right, Douglas. The time has not been put in to a lot of businesses and definitely to our educating our educators rather for our children to say hey this is how you should work this there should have been i mean it shouldn't take more than a day and it should have been this is we have got to do this distance learning this is how you handle it i can't tell you how many times i've heard one of my kids teachers say mute your mics mute your, you should and this is this is second graders and third graders are my two youngest mute your mic's no, you can go mute all. You can go mute everybody yourself. These kids half the time they don't even know what they're doing. Oh my God. So so we're talking about do the work, meaning put in the effort, right, Douglas? So you don't take tests very well, do you? No. So yet you are firefighter one, yet you are AEMT. So it means you've passed some really difficult tests. You know, firefighter 20. I don't know. I'm not trying to say you're just firefighter one. So how did you do that?
0: Space mechanics was difficult. Firefighter was tedious. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay, but my point is, how do you get past the tests? You have to prepare for the test. You have to understand what it is that you're going to do. Uh, There's... Standardized tests, whether it's an SAT or whether it's National Registry or whether it's a, a NPQ fire test, standard tests are standard tests. They have ways of wording, they have styles sure, yeah. of questions, they've got the the all buts and the the only one of these, or you know just the way they look. If you understand the test. If you know the material and you understand the test, that's how I get through it. Okay. I mean the the material is something that I can pick up along the way, but so, then understanding what the the way that you're gonna ask me something.
1: Okay, now now you're talking about test taking skills a little bit, but you said understand the material. And I remember when I first met you, we were doing civil air patrol and you were having troubles passing passing tests that you could teach, right? You knew the material way better than I did but I did understand the mechanics and I understood getting past the test. I don't want to focus just on tests, but I want to focus on putting in the efforts because you ultimately did get past those tests. So you're talking about when you talk about the word of understanding your material, that that is putting in the work, making sure you understand how everything works, what's going on that, that right? Yes. So how do we translate that to, for you, volunteer firefighters?
0: I ended up getting credentialed by the state of Georgia for things, uh, firefighter one, firefighter two, fire officer, fire instructor. Uh, I ended up as an adjunct um, because those are the things that people in the academy are looking for to qualify the subject matter expert and so to become the subject matter expert you have to understand the set of questions translating that back to what our volunteers are doing the way that I have to teach my classes are: look this this is your book work this is the science this is the this is the why now this is how you're going to apply that And every class that I do, there's always those people in there that go, "Eh, I'm not really concerned about the book. I'll I'll be okay once you just show me what it is that you want me to do. And we always have to go (laughs) back and I I have to teach them how to take the test. I'm like, look, you know, if you can't explain what it is that you're doing, if you're just going, well, you know, step one, step two, step three, if step two is messed up, you got to figure out how to go from one to three to four, back to two you've got to be able to understand why you're doing something
1: no i agree i agree fully and that's that's exactly what i'm talking about i'll go ahead and say this is my opinion i think i think this is partially what's going on in our society today but with people going home from covid right everything shut down i know the school is actually physically closed for five weeks ultimately before we reopened i know Bars and restaurants shut down for even longer. There's still some businesses that aren't even open again as of this recording. Uh even the movie theaters haven't opened back up, right? Which is a whole nother thing. So people got sent home. A lot of people without pay. Yeah. So they get on they get on unemployment and then the government's trying to help them. But here's the thing: the government did this big blanket drop in of money across the country so california where it's i'm guessing three to four times more expensive than georgia or even new york city where it's three to four times more expensive than georgia we all got the same money so somebody's rent for a tiny apartment splitting with a roommate is like a thousand twelve hundred sixteen hundred dollars a month for their apartment plus utilities whatever i don't know you know well that same sixteen hundred dollars a month will cover my rent plus all my groceries for my kids you know, plus, you know, something, you know, I'm saying it, it's, I get a lot more mileage out of the money in Georgia. But even in Georgia, what I'm noticing is that extra money per week that went in to help out everybody, right? So we're getting more mileage off of it. People are making way more money on unemployment than when they went to work. Now, Tom likes to argue with me. He's like, no, you know, businesses have to, to keep reporting income and this and that, the other. Not they close. I don't think so. I think if you work for a bar, and it closed, you got unemployment, right? Because they closed, you lost your job essentially, and then you got that money on top of it. So now you've got people making, let's say, three or four hundred dollars an unemployment, and then six hundred on top of that, you're making a grand a week that you never made before. So now guess what? It is hard for me to go somewhere and get good service because nobody wants to go back to work. They don't want to do the work. And and then when this when it stopped. Right when the extra money stopped, what did everybody start doing? They started crying about, I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. Douglas, tell me if you've seen this yourself. You walk into a business and you see help-wanted signs?
0: Sure.
1: I'm talking about the old-fashioned ones. I'm talking about on the, you know, yeah. there And or signs that say, we apologize, we're understaffed. Please be patient.
0: I haven't seen that one, but I have seen, I mean, stuff like it was written with a sharpie on a piece of construction (laughs) right 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 (laughs) please help (laughs) yeah so
1: i i think i haven't seen that the please be patient one a whole lot but i definitely saw it at the eye doctor for my kids and and you know they have it all over we're understaffed and there's literally you see two people doing it but they also are structuring structuring their appointments because they definitely serve an elderly community in that office and you know it's 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 the thing so my my whole point with all that was to say they may not be hiring in that one doctors place but I've seen so many help wanted signs so many hiring places uh, I always keep you know a resume out there and I always keep industries that I'm interested in out there to say hey let me know if they're hiring and I'm still getting a lot of a lot of posts on hey they're hiring this or hiring that I know postmates and my brother-in-law uses that all the time he uses like uber eats and postmates and all these other delivery services that are fun you know me and you go out and drive those kind of things right yeah and at, at some point about halfway through this extra money dropping in uh he had a hard time his deliveries got longer and longer he was having a hard time finding somebody because they quit driving people quit working and i'm gonna tell you i am going to come from an education standpoint right because i yelled at all the students last night uh, if you don't do the work you won't pass and I, I yelled at my EMT sort of same thing Roy who's watching now Roy uh, yelled at me a lot when I wanted to be lazy and just pencil whip a check off and he would give me the longest speech and guilt trip on alright Junior you <laughs> you get out there in the field and you reach for a nasal cannula and it's not there I, don't, I can't do a Roy Perry voice but it's not there you know uh, and you just killed your patient and now you've lost your income now you're going to jail you know Yes, that's because you pencil whipped it. And he gave a much longer version of that. And he's right. He's right. What do we do when it's not us? What do we do to fix that? You know what I'm saying? When it's somebody else, like you do the fire chief thing. You, you, do, you, you work with EMS. You know, I do the students. How do we get across to somebody? You've got to do the work
0: or you won't get there well everyone decided that they wanted to do speaking about firing ems stuff i mean you you don't just get into that because well i didn't have anything else to do or mm, I don't know, maybe somebody does no there's, right? there's, <laughs> there's definitely some people who do you know the the ones that are going to put in the effort that are going to make it those are the ones that want to be there for some reason you know they've got a family history they've got a specific incident in their past instead so, of hey you know uh Because this happened, I want to be able to, you know, provide that thing, you know, provide care, something. So if you're seeing those get to the point where they're like, well, you know, it's just, it's so taxing and, you know, not everybody is doing this, you know. It becomes a, why did you start this in the first place? Are you just here? because you really had nowhere else to go and you would be doing this same thing whether it was flipping burgers or starting ivs or <laughs> you know where where's your motivation what is it that keeps bringing you back here and from my perspective i'm a little bit jealous about uh paid services paid fire paid ems because they've got the ability to go look you know if this is not what you want to do you can go find another job you know there's a process to go through performance evaluations or or whatever in the volunteer world if you find somebody who's like nah i just want to get a t-shirt then it takes (laughs) so i get the free coffee stolen coffee not stolen valor stolen coffee (laughs) it's a lot harder to to get through to that kind of a person and say, look, you know, this, this is not a social club. This is serious business. And that's, that's where I'm a little bit envious about having the ability to go through and do uh, firm evaluations on somebody where you have to appeal. And I, I had to do this for a long time with some of the other chiefs in the county because we, we're separate departments. We had an association, but it's not like I had any direct authority over them. The best that I could do is go complain to the county about how much money they were getting, and that never accounted to much anything. But you, you have to get in and figure out why the person's doing yeah, yeah, what it yeah, is yeah. they're doing. Yeah, uh, and, and that so
1: so in orientation, part of my speech is about the finances, make your payments, um, and that's something that I've really been strong on and i i said it i said it blatantly because we do two different we do separate orientations to help keep the sizes smaller in the rooms and so i did it i did the same speech basically twice last night for the same class um but i said if you cannot make your payments if you don't think if you're getting into this going well i can do my down payment and i think i can come up with the other parts of it don't do not sign the contracts walk away, because the last thing we want to do is put you in collections. But we will, you know, and we we work <laughs> with you. But it kills me to watch students who, let's use you for example. Now, you've always been good with your money. You've been much better than I have with your money. But let's say you weren't. Or you know, I'll take myself for example. Now I did it on hope scholarships, but I would always be that guy. I can do the work, and the work doesn't mean just studying. The work doesn't mean just learning the materials and passing the tests and and getting good at what you do. That's not the work. The work is everything. And so I would get into a situation going to school where I can do all the work, but I I don't know if I can make the payments. But I can make my down payment, and I'll I'll figure it out. And I've seen that happen so many times. And then some and then you carry the guilt of not making your payments because you want to in the best case scenario you want to stand up and be that person and make your payments and and you're getting behind and we're having to say okay you can't come to class now because of that and you're getting arguments and some people aren't best case scenario right some people are oh, you know i blah, blah, you owe me mm, that's the whole thing but my speeches don't if you even think now go there'll be another class and And what's this? This is uh, August. So in October, there's going to be another class. There might even be one more after that before the year ends. But there definitely will be classes in January. Save your money. Get four or five payments ready. Or get to where you can pay the whole thing at once. Right? Do that. Because, yeah, man, we have absolutely had people, before we put in strict, we have strict guidelines in place. Now that you have to turn in, uh, and you got to pay for it. It's like 15 bucks. You go to, I forget, Equifax or somewhere, and you get a... A credit check done on yourself and then you send it to us and there's a way equifax does it where you can just send a link and we don't actually get to see a lot of your personal information we just see the credit number type of deal
0: and if you Sir, don't have a you don't screenshot credit karma or something i mean uh,
1: uh No, cassette can be edited Screenshots can be edited I hear Tom, right here, right now man. And he's right, Tom's not wrong Tom's absolutely right yeah. It can be screenshotted man, it can be edited So it's this thing where it's secure, whatever um, And we've had to turn people down going No, you don't have the credit score that we need To say that you're going to make the payments I mean, I mean there have been people who've applied That literally it came up uh, Bankruptcy, defaulted on this They're five months behind On this payment And right, and you want to do payments with us? That doesn't. That, nah, we're good. But the option is pay in full, right? You can pay in full if you can get a credit card to approve you. Whatever. I mean, I don't. You know me. I don't recommend credit cards. But anybody else, that can give you the money as long as you give us our money in full. Of course, you can come here, and that honestly is the best way to do it. Because you're all you have to do is worry about the studying. Because so many people go last night. Because I don't set up the classes, right? I show up for orientation. I've done the lectures. I do the digital media. And I don't know the exact weeks or months of the classes, especially when it bridges a holiday, a couple of holidays actually for this class is going to bridge a couple of them. Uh, I don't know exactly when the end date is. So I asked somebody in the class, what's, what's, how long is the class? They said seven months. I'm like, okay, that seems a bit long, but you know, we're absolute. I know there's holidays. There's this and that, and the other, it makes it longer. Um, but you're going to blink and tomorrow you're taking your test, your final test. You're doing your hands-on cognitive, and and of course I always get the eh, faces like I don't know, man, or then the phone's like, okay, how many? In this case, how many people remember being sent home from your job because of COVID? Does it remember like you? It feels like yesterday, doesn't it? Yeah, that was February. That's like four or five months ago when that happened. Yeah. you know it's almost the end of August now september is, you know i was talking with tom tomorrow he's like yeah you know we can start this project here but really then we're hitting the holidays it's hard to start stuff i'm like the holidays is uh, oh yeah it's it's a couple months away isn't it you know it's not that far away uh, can we think on a minute to minute hour to hour day-to-day basis a lot of times and so we see that there are due dates on these tests and it never fails douglas never fails that someone goes oh i forgot or i didn't know well they they we've tried to eliminate every way to say that i didn't know you know we've tried right. to take that out but other you know oh man i had and tom even adjusted the test dates because they were due on sundays and it never failed on sunday night or monday morning oh man i missed it this and that so he's adjusted it to a monday test to see if that does better because people are like it's the weekend Dude, EMS. Yeah, yeah, Douglas, tell everybody how EMS absolutely stops on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it's a holiday. I want family time. <laughs> what's the last thing you had to do? Or what's the last thing you caught yourself in doing that you realized you didn't do the work? Hmm.
0: I bet it's your marriage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of some coy joke to say about this show, but you know. <laughs> yeah, oh no, you definitely showed up like, what are we talking about
1: today? <laughs> uh, Nathan says, I'm waiting for, on that weekend for it to stop. <laughs> um, you know, and well, that's the thing too. I have phoned in this show from time to time. And I've definitely gotten, I'm getting more and more involved in all of my projects. Like, okay, I've got to stop phoning it in, you know, quote your fingers. I've got to actually put in all the extra work. I've got a little bit of a headache today because I haven't slept much in the last couple of days. Uh, for various reasons like yesterday i woke up now douglas knows me well enough to know how shocking this is going to be uh um, for everybody else i'm not a morning person right i i typically get up like 9 30 to start my work at 10 if i'm not working it'll be 11 you know 11 30 12 uh, i very much prefer the old rock star lifestyle that i had where it's up to stay up to 2 or 3 a.m You're working, hanging out, whatever. Sleep until noon, 1 o'clock, and then my day starts, right? Because I can get a lot of work done, and I work at night. You know, And I'm doing digital media. I do a lot of my shows at night anyway, uh, but I don't have that life right now. But I actually woke up at roughly 6.30 yesterday morning and couldn't sleep after going to bed at like midnight, 1 a.m., you know? Uh, So – I got my coffee. I sat here and I started working on podcasts and branding. Even like today, as you can see, you know, we've got the EMS underground background behind our cameras and we've got the logos up. And I've made sure we're actually broadcasting on YouTube and Facebook and the chat works for both. So, you know, putting in the effort instead just going, eh, well, you know, there's been times, uh, even with Douglas, I'm like, yeah, we're not doing a show today. I've got some videos to edit. And we've got I've got to stop. I got to do the work. Right. That's, so that's, that's for me has been, a lot of stuff. Nathan Nathan is correct. Sleep is overrated, especially in EMS. <laughs> um, now, you know, of course, that triggers in me to go, what you got to get your rest? Um, and you do. You really need to, to balance that. But here's what, we, what I found. Oh, my God, dude. I yelled at my oldest son, Oakland, today so much uh, because we both play Call of Duty. And this is a game I've been trying to tell Douglas to build a new computer so he'll play with me on this thing because you'd love it you you, you do okay with first person shooters i said okay because it's been a while since we played first person shooters together but uh yeah. it's military it's your style it, it takes strategy it's skill i think you'd love it so build a thousand dollar computer and come play with me uh, <laughs> uh but today they had an in-game event and it was at one thirty p.m eastern and and you know tom is in this game and my buddy jeremy and and so we're like okay we're gonna take a break in our work day log into the game to see what's going on well, Oakland couldn't do it because he had a class at 1.30. So at like 2.15, I'd go upstairs to get some more coffee. Uh, the event had ended, and I went to talk to him about it, say, so, you know, I couldn't record it, but here's the deal, and tell him about everything. And he was asleep in his bed. I'm like, well, that's usually classes are an hour, but I don't know, Whatever so I went and told his mom, you know, I was like, well, because of sleep and this night, she's like, no, 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 no. He said three o'clock. He's going to take a nap. You need to go check. Make sure you do this class. And I was like, yeah, this class is at one So I opened up the door and yelled at him or that. No, Y'all was like, Hey man, said, man what? Uh, and he'd been sleeping, sleeping. He's like, what man? I was like, did you do your class? What? I was like, did you do your class? You You're one Not yet. I'm like, dude, it's two It's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, that's why I lost my crowd. I was like, don't you tell me what do you mean? 2.15, class that 1, 3, Second day in a row, he's missed a class for sleeping. I said, you're done. You're going to sit at the table with the little kids. Because he's not he's not even putting an the effort to get that F out of bed to sit up so he doesn't fall asleep and miss his class, dude. <sighs> Joy's a <the> parenting. <laughs> <laughs> um. But other, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, this show, but surely, I mean, there's got to be a moment that you go, yeah. you can look back on, maybe not recently, but you can look back on like, you know what, that would have gone better. I was lazy. I just put it off or I let my fill in the blank and let my negative feelings or whatever about this person or this thing get in the way. And I didn't do the work. They can't hear shrugs, man. (laughs) <laughs> this is a, this will be
0: a podcast. <laughs> <It's important. laughs> what what's the statute of limitations on? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, I don't want to know about your real job. Um, okay, you, I see this in
1: volunteers and fire all the time. Definitely an EMS yeah i'll check off the truck later and we checked okay volunteers a little bit easier to relate to than ems a lot of ems is 10 to 12 years or 12 years 10 to 12 hour shifts but now like a 24 hour shift if you're doing a 48 hour shift i checked it off yesterday we ran like one call it's fine i will check it off later and then stuff happens then all of a sudden you're you're really low on fuel or you didn't really have as many oh yeah when I checked it off, we needed some nasal I don't know why I keep going about nasal cannulas. Because, you know, they are lifesavers. Um, I keep going back to that for some reason. But, you know, uh, I, I knew we need to replace nasal cannulas. I forgot. And now you're on a call where you need a nasal cannula. With volunteers, I can see even more lacks of, well, we did our monthly meeting. And we, we looked at the truck and played with the truck. And we checked. I remember checking it off and looking at it then and we haven't really run any calls and now you're on a call and you chief douglas come up and go where's this this or this does that happen
0: yeah i mean we we see equipment failures most often because somebody hasn't they haven't exercised the the chainsaw or they haven't uh, started up the uh you know the hydraulic tools or something and uh I I can think of one particular station that has a set of uh, hydraulic tools, O-cutters, spreaders, a couple of rams, but they have a problem with the power pack. And uh, they were out on a call and it it wouldn't work. And uh, they ended up having to do something else to, and it was just a foot stuck on a brake pedal. And I I know I say just, but I mean, if you're stuck, you're stuck, but they ended up having to do something else because their power pack wouldn't work. Well, i I went down to the next meeting and they're like, Oh yeah, just, you know, the, the carburetor, blah, 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 blah. And so, I mean, they sat there with it for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes and they finally got it to go and they they Oh, See, yeah, it's, it's running. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> that, that took you 20 minutes and three of you to figure out how to make it work. Well, Let's go back
1: to where you buried the lead there. in The, the example, a foot stuck on a brake pedal. Do do tell. Describe <laughs> that a little bit more for us. <laughs> <laughs> I usually imag- imagine somebody was standing. Like, why are they pushing? Oh wait, you're talking about getting them out. So this is more like a brake pedal stuck inside of a foot.
0: Well, this this is a person that was a bariatric patient. That's a good term. Yeah. Driving, heart attack unconscious brick decoration enclosed mailbox oh yeah the ambulance crew cannot get said patient out of vehicle because said patient's right foot was now in between the accelerator pedal and the brake pedal and rotated 90 degrees
1: now because it's broken and rotated or because they flopped over and it was more of a straight angle into it
0: uh, a little bit of both. Uh, I don't think it was a a total. I don't think it was a compound fracture, uh, but I, I do think there were there were some. The patient wouldn't have been walking on it. Had the patient had the capacity to walk again. Yeah,
1: and that's uh, what we call dirt, dead right there. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, because they're they're trapped, and so I'm sure I am I'm giving the benefit of the doubt, saying I'm sure your firefighters worked a minute, minute or two on this extrication equipment. And went nope, it's not going to work. We got to get them out. You know, they figured something else out. And so then, so that story really then colors later on where they, you said three people took 20 minutes. Oh, it was just this. It's fine. Now that person's really dead. I mean, they're dead, dead at this point because you spent 20 minutes to get this to work when, and we need it to work. Now, then it goes to that sounds like somebody somewhere said that's somebody else's job. Yeah. That kills me and i've done it. it's probably why i get so angry about it i've done it too much again and you know i always try to call myself out because i know roy watches this and he'll call me out in the heartbeat he ain't scared he will absolutely call me i was like junior you did this and this and this and he'll give real examples and so i come out i know i've done it i know i've done the, that is somebody else's job right yeah. and 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 i get it too to a point you're super cheap Which means you're over all the all the chiefs in the volunteer departments but then you're chief which means you're over that department at what point do you personally go somebody else needs to step up and do
0: this i'm not gonna do everything myself i was gonna say that's kind of the that's the other side of it for me is people looking and they go well you're the chief you're responsible for whatever i'm like look if if you want this somebody else is gonna have to do it i i'm not doing that and let me let me think of a good example that we had um you came out one time out here and we were doing like some kind of little firefighter festival thing yeah or something. yeah I remember it was remember down that. the, the mm-hmm. uh stadium parking lot yes we did that one time i said look you know if you guys want to do this again somebody else is going to have to do it i don't have the time to do this um right now we're running into the same problem with the, the public safety education you know the when we take the the coloring books to the school system i was like look somebody else is going to have to pick up and do this and it it just ain't gonna get done
1: yeah i I, don't, I definitely talk about on the people who i have to do everything myself my advice is always the universe hates a vacuum right if you don't step back yes you take the risk of it not happening but also, you don't leave room for somebody else to step up. But then there's so many stories like you just told of this stuff. Of well, how come we're not getting their coloring books? Because nobody wants to come and pick them up. And you expect it just to show up. it's it's not magic. It's probably going to be the title <laughs> of this show: EMS Underground Colon. It's not magic because it's not, dude. You talked about earlier man, nobody's going to call up because they got nothing better to do than become, going to EMT school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. And they go, why is your school so expensive? Why does it take so long? Because you're saving lives, you effing moron. But no, I take it back. You're not saving lives because you're going to be killing people if you don't do this right. You know what? I put it better last night in, in my, my speech to the new classes. I said... <laughs> I said, the worst thing, I said, I don't care. As an instructor, and Tom Tom and I, he gets my point of view. I think he gets my point of view. I get his point of view. I just don't care. And the reality is, it's not that I don't care about Tom or this. No, when I say, I do not care if you're cheating. Now, if we catch you cheating, I'm like, get the F out done but i'm not gonna break a sweat and lose sleep and worry about did douglas figure out a way around this test did they make a group up and and start sharing answers you know and it's something we can't manage? i will flat out tell you to your face i don't care if you cheat you can get past my tests you can get past tom's test you could cheat all day long i don't care i really don't at the end of the day you're going to be in that room at national registry which is the quietest, most secured and stressful room you've ever been in. And I mean, I'm talking about I've never heard an absence of sound. And that you're like, how do you hear an absence of sound? Look, maybe you don't have my producer ears, but most people, put your ear up to a balloon. Hold a balloon to your ear. See what that sounds like. That's an absence of sound. There's no air motion unless you thump it, right, in the vibration. There's nothing moving. It's just, But you can hear an absence of sound. I've never heard that in a room until I went to National Registry. And it's like, holy crap. I mean, my footsteps don't even make sound. This is weird. And then you get in here, ear, click, click. Even your own clicks just start driving you crazy. So they, you put on, weird, oddly enough, in a room with absence of sound, you put on noise-canceling headphones. It's an interesting thing. Anyway, so I did that. And then you hear your own breath. And at least that's something for me. But you'll get into this room, and that the atmosphere kind of stresses you out because it's weird. It's different. And we want to prepare you to to not have to worry about anything but the stress of it being weird and different. Right, we were prepared to go. Oh, I know that question. Oh yeah, I got that answer. Oh yeah, I know this. I know that. I didn't know that one, but that's okay. Move on. You're know, taking. We've educated you on how to take a best guess kind of scenario. Because at the end of the day, you can cheat all day long. You get in the registry, and as far as I know, there's really no way to cheat the registry at all. I mean, it, it's highly secured. It is randomized. It's it's all kind of things, right? But it's somehow you skate by and, and barely make it. You get into the field, and here's where doing the work matters. You get into the field, and you – I'm just going to say it. You half-assed your way through the entire class. You managed to somehow get past the test, and you get into the field. How you do anything is how you do everything. And that's, that's a motivational quote from a speaker that I forget who it is. But how you do anything is how you do everything. And you get into the field, and you start half-assing it. And you're going to work for companies who half-ass it. Then all of a sudden – Without your knowledge, you've just committed Medicaid fraud if you work for a company that half asses it. Half-asses it. Uh, I know people, I literally know people who, who quit jobs because they said, we just need you to sign these forms. But no, I didn't run those calls. Shut up. If you want to keep your job, just sign these forms. And they're like, no, I'm not putting my life or not my life, my, my license on the line. Because here's the thing it's not just a license. You go, you go to McDonald's, right? And you serve somebody the wrong hamburger. Best case scenario, you apologize, give them the right hamburger. Worst case, worst case scenario, they cause a scene, you cause a scene back, you get fired, and everybody goes, "It's McDonald's, who cares?"
0: Or you could give somebody onions who's allergic and they have anaphylactic shock, and then you did kill somebody. Eh, yeah, but then you just get fired, and most people still go,
1: "It's McDonald's, who cares?" You know, <laughs> well, I didn't know they were an
0: anaphylactic shock. They said no onions.
1: I'm my bad. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Still McDonald's. Nobody cares. That story does this. That story would not make the news in your local paper. Yeah. You know, if, if if Cherie down there at the subway in Oglethorpe gave somebody onions and they were allergic and they they died, your, your Oglethorpe County Gazette is not even going to report that because it's subway. Who cares? And that's sad. That is a sad statement in our society. But in EMS, you half-ass it. And you threw you drove too fast and you threw somebody around and hurt the patient, they sue you like that. Worst case scenario is you half-ass it and you did something wrong and you cause clots because you you bound the patient's bleeding up too tightly and you cause clots to throw and they get a PE. Or they they lose a limb when because you put on that splint too tight and cut off circulation because you half assed it
0: now you didn't clean the uh, iv site and they get a horrible infection yeah uh, oh and that's that's
1: that can be fixed but that's the one where now you mr half-ass you're the one who is paying their medical bills because they will sue you their family will sue you in a heartbeat yep. and now you will lose your ability to earn money in this field because the state will probably sanction you or kick you out take away your ability to work in the field permanently it is a permanent ban even if if they say okay you're gonna get sanctions you're gonna get disciplinary action but you can still work the rest of your life is going to be gone to paying their bills paying their family and in the worst case scenarios as i said last night I, i i see people go to jail all the time and come out better people i see people go to jail all the time and come out worse people i'm not saying jail is pleasant i'm saying jail is not nearly as bad to me going to jail for a certain amount of time and doing my time as in paying somebody for the rest of my life because of my mistakes or my dumb choices. And it doesn't matter if you file bankruptcy, that lawsuit will follow you. You do not
0: get out of paying for somebody's death or dismemberment because you don't have money. Even if you are cleared of the wrongdoing, the stigmata is still going to follow you. You take somebody who's been accused of of something like that and they get, you know, Oh well, they were cleared of all the charges. Oh well, who did they pay off?
1: Yeah, yeah. And so it makes it harder to get a job. It's all this, but if you do the work right, you you show up and you get. Man, it goes back to the, one of your opening statements. My brain keeps going back to that. Well, because I want to, I just want to punch somebody in the face. Oh, I don't do get a book. Just teach you what I need to know. Right in the face. That's what you need to know. The book would have told you to duck, dummy. you know you have to put in the work you have to put in the effort oh my god i know i know there's there's supervisors who might listen to this and be like oh my god how come you couldn't have done this attitude 10 years ago 15 years ago when you're active with us in the field you know and i get it and i did i mean i had some some hard talks with people that that made me step up and do more and that's something we have to do As leaders as as influencers in in the community for me in the education for you in the volunteer stuff but just in the community in general with our voices here on the show we have to be willing to sit down and have the hard conversations with people and say step up do the work i dude i understand what it's like to be exhausted and catch that last call five minutes before your shift and and Go, have to run it and then you're going an hour away because you need to and and now you're not getting off and maybe you miss your kids recital or you miss sleep or whatever else you know you have to, you have to and paperwork I, I really try to stress the paperwork and I love that we teach all the Brady book which actually has a whole chapter on documentation now and um, the workbooks have PCRs that you have to fill out and this and that and the other now we don't require the workbook but at some point somebody's gonna to have to do it because they failed a test. You know, if you fail a test, that's our rule at the school. You fail a test, you gotta do the workbook. Because you got to do the work. Because you could easily just review what you missed on the test, get your quiz up to ninety percent again, and then retake the same exact test and you're gonna pass it. I mean Douglas, again, you don't take tests very well, but you know, I know. If you take the same test three times, you're gonna get a hundred on it, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah so we make you do the work which means you have to do the workbook pages which means you have to get the crossword done and you have to get the word search done and you have to answer the fill in the blanks and what's this definition and then you have to write a PCR based on a scenario and that's good practice because we weren't showing people how to do documentation as students we're like here's a piece of paper here's a basics soap or blubber and there's a paragraph about soap or any of the other ones out there (coughs) excuse me and so we would do that and then i'd see some of the documentation coming back and it's like oh my god this is the worst documentation ever and then we went oh my god we haven't taught this person how to do this right and that makes me we didn't do the work And said so now we do a lot more work what do you say i mean legit taking yourself out of the fire you know don't use it you don't have to use a direct fire one you don't have to use one that can be directly traced back to your job or else but in your life i know because we've had these conversations When somebody, be it government official, be it some redneck that thinks they can tell you what to do in your fire department, be it anybody, they say, well, you should just do this. Or why isn't this thing just happening? And the answer is it's not magic doofus because it takes 15 people to pull off what you just asked for. What do you legit want to say to them? Because this is your chance. This is your opportunity to say to the general world
0: what you want to say. I don't know that I would want to be recorded saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Text me real quick. I'll pretend it wasn't from
1: you. Uh, Because I have no problem. I've said it. I've said it in EMS. I've said it. I'll say it anywhere. I do not care because I might lose my job. I will find another job somewhere out there. will appreciate my honesty and I'm not going to work with somebody who did it. Now, this is actually a line from Chuck Savage. I know I've quoted it before, but somebody's (laughs) like, I've got 20 years experience. Yeah, obviously it wasn't a learning experience because what you did was wrong. (laughs) <laughs> you know and i'll say it a much more blunt way um man paul i've told you let me hire me that's that's a job i want to start that's a career i want to invent is i know there's out there's people out there who you can pay them to del- to deliver bad news like you know they'll do it and like hey is this douglas spencer hey buddy um i'm joe and I think the guy's name is actually Joe, but there's this guy who does his job. I'm Joan. I, I I've been hired to, to deliver some bad news for you, man. Uh, but it's a really bad day. I'm sorry, buddy. But uh, your wife's leaving you and taking the kids, and you know, and and you got fired, man. I'm sorry. And and you get the the what's in the cries. I know, man. I know it sucks, and I know I got you, man. I, I'm just hired to deliver the news. I'm so sorry. No, I mean if you call them, you're going to get a TPO put on you, or you know you're going to get this or that. So I'm, So there's that guy right i want to be the guy that you hire to to yell at you there's a skit by key uh, from key and peel uh uh, that he did at the obama roast uh you know they do the press they do the press uh dinner for each president um i don't know if it's once a term or if it's once a year i think it's once a year but obama's up there and and he's he's like all right I, i i got he's my angry black man translator and so Obama was like, when you say, and you give a ridiculous line that people would say to him, I just had to say, well, you know, he would give his very political answer. And the key was like, look, you Mepha, and just go off with it. It was hilarious. But I want to do that for real. I want to be the guy that comes to your county meeting, and when they tell you, give me give me something that's a, a basic, legit thing that could be told to you about your budget or something else that's unreasonable or just a dumb statement that a county commissioner may could say to you?
0: Uh, We think you're spending too much, and so we're going to cut your budget? There you go. See, that is
1: a great one. That's actually a universal (laughs) one, because I was thinking, oh, when I was in Jasper County, oh, you brought in $4.5 million into the county budget. We're going to give you a budget of $1 million, but that's going to be eaten up by all the drugs you have to keep buying and the the payroll so you can't buy a new ambulance and your 1987 ambulance that you're driving is fine oh really let me come to your house for five seconds and put you on a budget and see what happens and you know let me light into it for you and cut out all the bs and they'll look at you like no that's the translator that ain't me i didn't say that i'll say yes sir whatever money can takes sir
0: wasn't that an AC/DC song like in the 70s or something
1: Thunderstruck? I don't know what you're talking about. No.
0: I I don't I don't, what?
1: Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh and we got about ten minutes left. I, I got some other stuff All I can think
0: about. of is a line that says, I'll be your backbone. For a fee, I'll be your backbone.
1: Oh, there's there's uh there is probably one. Um Dirty D's done dirt cheap. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's it. <laughs> yeah, well I'm not dirt cheap. And I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna bury a body for you, but I will absolutely come to your business meeting oh, and be like, nice. how does this make sense? Let me let me let me throw some facts on the table for you real quick. You know, I will do that. Hire me. Charles at G A I E M S dot com. Uh I will hire me. I will do that for you. Uh so let's talk about next week. And I got a call today with some information. And actually I did want to bring this up to you do you know anything about the rcc and atlanta the uh actually i need to look up exactly what that means i forgot already but essentially it's it's who helps guide uh where trauma goes in in atlanta is that something you've heard of no okay let me pull up my my notes here so i can tell you exactly the name of it
0: because we're going to have a really I don't think it's RCC. RTC? Romeo Charlie Charlie is residential childcare. Now
1: I'll shut up. Uh, it's a lot of things. It's also like the this thing about making money. Regional Coordinating Center. Regional Coordinating Center is uh, the name of it. And that's what that means. And so, the short version is, there was a big water main break uh, a few months ago at the first part of this year. And grady instituted uh the rcc to help guide how you got to hospitals because this is a big shut off area so it's really going to impact how to get to, to hospitals and instead of leaving it to the medics to figure out on every single call what's the best way to do things they put on this regional coordinating center um however i just got word that not only is it not temporary which it should have been i can't believe it was not uh and it's being run by Grady, and there's gonna be some questions that we have hard questions to ask next week about it i'm getting back to what i love to do stirring the crap and saying why is this going on and i'll take the answers and yeah i'm impressed with i don't like grady i think they're shady as crap and i think they try to get power every chance they can get power and i've said that publicly all along i'm gonna call grady see what they had to say about it i doubt they're gonna give me the time of day there but i'm welcome to listen to, i'm always willing to listen to them and welcome welcome their input on the show um but yeah so word is on the street that this this coordinating center that was supposed to show how traumas working oh let's get the trauma to this one because it's easier to get around to this hospital and and on paper it's a good thing um i'm hearing that there's data that shows that they are really guiding all the good stuff to their hospital and the stuff they don't want to deal with the other hospitals which would not surprise me because they've been caught transporting people out of out of counties to their hospital instead of to the local hospital. And they say every time, oh, no, that's not us. Oh, we can show you these numbers at one. They control the numbers that they show us, and they spin it in certain ways. But I've actually blatantly asked them at a meeting, so you're telling me according to the numbers you gave me, this, this, and this. I don't remember an exact example, but I went up to the CEO of Grady to his face and said that, and he's like, yes, and turned away and walked away from me. And, I'm like, no, there's bullshit, bullshit. So, we're calling some bullshit next week. Uh, so, I'm going to send you some stuff to look into. Um, and I will play all sides of I'll play whatever information I have. But, oh, the Georgia Hospital Association is now buying into this RCC. And what I'm understanding is, and please, always, this is a voice for EMS. This is why I do this show is to get that word out there so you can say, no, that's wrong. That's a misunderstanding like AMR did with Dunwoody and how it's being portrayed in the media. It's like, no, that, there's a misunderstanding here. Here's the numbers. Here's the facts. Here's the stuff we'll make public. You can go look it up. I am always down to clear up misunderstandings. But I'm always down to call out dirty, shady crap. So the Georgia Hospital Association apparently is buying into the RCC. Not monetarily, but, oh, we, we are going to do that. And now all hospital-to-hospital transfers are going through it. And that's a system run by Grady. And I understand I don't have the numbers. I'd love somebody to get me the numbers. But I understand there's hundreds of pages of data that show the high-paying patients are being transferred to Grady and all the low-paying patients are not as profitable patients are being transferred to other hospitals. Mm, interesting as they say so (laughs) douglas i'm gonna shoot you some basic information that i have anything i get this week i'll I'll definitely forward on to you but that is what we're gonna be hammering next week on this show is 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 the rcc a shadow scam for grady to get more money and power or Is it really something that the state needs to adopt and look at and take over and is it a good thing for our community? And I mean that. That's a real question. But um, I'm not even going to lie. I I think Grady is is not the medics, not the employees. I think the people running Grady are shady as crap and we're too big to fail which I never believe is true and they had the city bail them out not that long ago uh, because they were going to go bankrupt and yet there are One of the biggest for profit, non profits out there. You know what I'm saying? So So yeah. Let's get dirty next week. That's gonna be that. Uh now Douglas, talk a little bit about what we're trying to do with the other Facebook page, the firefighter volunteer firefighters of Georgia.
0: So we started a Facebook page for volunteer firefighters because I felt that there wasn't enough information getting to volunteers. And we never really got very far with it. We did one um, show, one one recording, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where we kind of set it up and said, well, you know, this, this is why I'm getting involved in this. This is where, you know, my personal background and stuff come from. But, uh, you know, I really wanted to expand it into current events. Uh, issues that the, the current council is facing, uh, some of the, the discussions about creating a, a council specifically for volunteers. Uh, and that, that really comes back to the fact that the current council has been instructed by the Attorney General's Office to make a single standard for all firefighters in the state of Georgia. And I think that's just rubbish. So it was an avenue for us to kind of vet that out and see how things are working, see where other people are coming from, and just kind of give a voice back to the volunteers.
1: So, yeah, so we're going to be working on that uh, together. We'll probably start by streaming this show separately, but maybe we'll start up another show to separate Firefighter from EMS. Because I know, I know there's plenty of volunteers who don't care about EMS and what's going on in the politics of EMS, and vice versa. There's plenty of paramedics who don't care about what's going on with volunteer firefighters but for now we're going to be playing that here together on this show and the ems underground and you can find that facebook.com slash v f f georgia g a right volunteer firefighters like a bad word
0: when you put your screen like that
1: you're definitely a born medic when you see everything is dirty man uh so you got topics charles at g a i ems.com you can email me uh, that's that's the easiest way to get through to me. You can private message the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Georgia Institute of EMS. And I will keep you off the record. That's why I'm not telling you where I got all my information. And I've got multiple sources now that are feeding me information on this topic that we're going to hit next week. Uh, so I, absolutely. And, and I'm not a news person. I have zero legalities on having to refer reveal my sources. Cause I'm a talking head. I'm a talk show, much like Eric Von Hessler, which I'd love to have him on uh he's a I he i love him uh i'm a talking head i'm just sharing opinions and asking questions that's all so done you know come at me bro um you might get Tom to fire me but you can't get youtube to shut me down i can still talk about it so yeah uh send us the information and even if it's even if it's going against the topic like no that's not right you got the information wrong um I can absolutely keep you off the record and still say, okay, here's the information I got separately. I think anything's worth talking about publicly. I know there's some people whose jobs will not like them if they talk about it publicly, and I get that. So here's where you can find everything for now. We're going to probably start double streaming to the volunteer page as well, but let's start at the bottom again. Facebook.com slash VFFGA, which stands for Volunteer Firefighters of georgia but we don't put an o in there because nobody puts o in their abbreviations uh you can email me directly charles at gai ems.com you can find the audio only version of the podcast at anchor.fm slash ems underground you can go over to youtube.com where we're double streaming today i tested out the chat you can actually chat live on youtube at the same time they're chatting live on facebook and we'll see both of them youtube.com slash ems underground and of course we do this live currently on wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m eastern facebook.com slash georgia institute of ems so there is all that anything else you got to add douglas nope so good so glad that you you didn't add that that's awesome man so all right uh we'll be back next week with some more interesting topics and i'm growing the show And again, it may ultimately be two different shows that go out there, but we're going to get you. So come join us. Tell your people, EMS people, tell your firefighters, tell your volunteer firefighters, tell your police officers, get out there. If there's an issue, bring it up to these guys. We will talk about it. We'll ask the questions and we'll call BS for BS and I'll call truth for truth. And I'm always about sharing both sides. So we'll see you again next week.